Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. All right, back at you. I am here for my therapy session, so while you're getting ready, I will sit down and lay down on the couch and we'll get right to it. Because I didn't make one of these Friday, I did not uh, do a podcast Friday, and I am uh, I, I am in need of therapy. Uh, one of the things that I did want to talk about today, and it was something I just happened to notice, and I, I thought it was really kind of odd, and something that, I, I don't know, it seems like it's it's just what society is anymore and how we've changed. But anyway, I was just glancing through and I saw a cover of a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue for 2022. And on the cover was a, a heavier woman in a, you know, it was a provocative uh, swimming, a bathing suit, a one piece, nothing wrong with that. But I thought to myself, now why are we doing that? Why, why is that? Because Sports Illustrated has always been known for that particular issue having, you know, gorgeous models on on their covers and I just didn't understand that and I got to thinking about it and I looked into it a little bit and what they said was the reason they did that is because a lot of women look like this well yeah that's true that's true and I understand that a lot of women do we've we have a weight problem in the United States we don't eat right we've uh, we we you know sugar is in every part of our diet uh, and we do we put on weight and for women, it's especially tough because they have children, their bodies change, and, and they do. They, they, they put on a few pounds. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. you got to really, really work at it. And it's, sometimes it's almost impossible to do it. Same thing for men. I mean, believe me, when I got out of high school, I weighed uh, 180 pounds, 185. Now I weigh 215 which isn't terrible, but it's still, it is an increase. And believe me, nobody wants to see me in a bikini or a, <laughs> a swimming suit. So I, I just didn't understand this because they put this on the cover and they're telling me that, well, a lot of, you know, a lot of women look like this. Well, that's good and I understand that, but that doesn't make it right. Uh, that is, that's not a healthy look, it's just not. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean here, but that isn't a healthy look for women. It's it's not good for you. You 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 have a tendency. You may you may you know you may become diabetic. You have heart disease. Uh, she's a good thirty pounds overweight, maybe thirty five. And what kind of a message are you putting out here? Are you trying to tell the the young girls of the of the world uh, that it's okay to look like this and that you know don't don't eat correctly. Don't because this is not this is not. Uh, uh, glandular okay you could tell by the the cover it's not I mean they've got her made up really nice she's very very attractive but she's heavier and that's really not the place for in my opinion in my opinion I may I may make every woman that's listening to this mad right now and I apologize for that but at the end of the day I don't know if that belongs on there because if you look at the just go online and look at it if you saw her at a, a swimming pool and you were there with your kids or wherever, you would probably say to yourself, eh, she's wearing, that's not, that's not for her body. That's not a good idea. And, and it's not, it's not. I don't know why you would want to do that. But nonetheless, I guess, I guess it's just maybe I'm getting older and I don't, but 
at the end of the day, men are visual creatures, and, and Sports Illustrated is basically a men's um, magazine. It's kind of like the old Playboy when they when they decided to uh, quit putting naked women in it. Their their sales went in the toilet. Of course they did. That's what men. That's that's who we are. That's who we are. This is not a good idea. And then on another cover, they've got an older woman, probably in her sixties. She's good-looking woman in great shape. But that's not what this is about. That's not what it's about. We don't want a cross-cut of society. We we really don't. I mean, you don't want you don't want uh, you know men don't want this women any more than women want to see a guy in his 50s with his beer gut and no shirt on you know I, I that makes no sense to me that hasn't that hasn't shaved in three or four days i mean that's we're we're that makes no sense i am really baffled by this i really am i'm also baffled by the fact that victoria's secret has changed their whole tune i mean 2016 and i heard about this and i again it's not something that i keep track of but i this goes hand in hand with this particular uh um you know, thing that I'm pointing out, Victoria's Secret in 2016 canceled the special for the angels. You know, Victoria's Secret's angels where they had these six foot models come out that were just gorgeous and, and model their lingerie. Why, why, what is the big deal? You still sell the lingerie. What, I, I don't understand. I mean, if you went out of business, you said, okay, I can't do this anymore because this is exploiting women. We're just going to shut Victoria's Secret down. Okay, that's one thing. You want to want to take a stand like that? That's fine, but don't tell me what I want to see. I, I'm having I'm having a real hard time anymore with having my nose rubbed and everything uh, with this woke group, this woke crowd. Okay, they, they everything offends everyone. You can't talk about anything anymore without offending someone. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. You people need to grow a set. That's what you really need to do. You need to, you need to grow a set. You need to uh, toughen up a little bit. Quit being a bunch of pussies because that's what you basically are. If you're going to get your feelings hurt every 15 minutes or if you're actually out looking for it. I've had people, I, I know people who have told me stories that they work with people who have told them, you know, their sexual gender that, they, you know, and, and then you know for a fact that they're waiting for someone to say something incorrectly so they can jump on it. It's ridiculous. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. I am who I am. I believe uh, Popeye said that. I am what I am. That's exactly right. I am. And, and if, as long as it's not illegal, I don't see the problem with it. You, you don't like me? Then don't, don't talk to me. But if you think I'm going to make exceptions, and see, this is one of them right here. They're actually doing this. They're going out of their way to try and appease a particular group of people. I think that's a mistake. I really do, overall, I really do. But, you know, same thing with, uh, like I said, with uh, uh, Victoria's Secret eliminating the angels. What, what are you kidding me? It, 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 when people, when a woman buys something at Victoria's Secret, who's she buying it for at the end of the day? Who's she buying it for? Is she buying it for her or is she buying it for the man in her life? She's buying it for the man. It's that simple. You know as well as I do. 90% of it's done that way. It, it just is. If you buy, if you go in and buy a, a, a negligee, it's not for you. It's for you, the guy you're, you're, you're with. Now, this isn't a heterosexual uh, uh, relationship. I'm not, you know, when it comes to the gay, you know, the, the, uh, the gay part of it, I, I really, you know, you're doing the same thing. You're buying it for your partner, for, for, your, for your, the person who's important in your life. That's what you're doing. So it's all about visual. It's all about it's all about the visual experience. That's what it's about. And now they're now they hired a transgender at Victoria's Secret. Really, that's what that's what society's becoming in the United States now.
or the world for that matter. I mean, I, I, what was it? Uh, and I think it needs to stop. I really do. I think we need to put our foot down and say, you know what? We're not going to take this anymore. You want to be who you want to be? We are who we are. That's the way I look at it. And, and a good example of that is uh, Marie Le Pen. She was running for uh, prime minister in France, the French, French woman. And uh, she was running against Marcone, uh, who is an idiot, by the way, and uh, one of the biggest globalists that ever lived. I mean, he's a pain in the ass. You wonder why France is in the trouble it's in today. I, he's the problem. But nonetheless, she was asked by someone because of all the immigrants coming into the country. And apparently at the beach now, you have women at the beach, uh, Muslim women, women from the Middle East, wearing burqas on the beach. And she and they were. She was asked. She someone asked her. They said, "Do you think the burqa will ever become a part of the French uh, society?" And she said, "No." She said, "No, it, it won't because that's not French." And I couldn't agree more. That's very very astute. What she said is very deep. You know, she said, "That's not French." Because I mean, anytime you know as well as I do, there's a French bikini cut. There's a French. There's a French that. I mean, everything has to do with sex. It's all about that. Uh, she's right. Covering an entire woman's body so you can't see any part of her is not going to be part of French society. It's just not. It's just not. And I hope that we're going to get to the point where this kind of thing is not tolerated in the United States, or at least not not tolerated, but but frowned upon. You're trying to take, you're sending me a message. That's what you're trying to do. And I don't particularly care for the message. I really don't. So enough about that. And I've probably made half the people I know mad, but that's the way I feel. Um, we're going to talk about something that's a little more serious now. And uh, we're going to talk about the great replacement. Okay. Now, if you haven't heard about this, uh, this is the, uh, this has to do with the Buffalo shooting in New York where uh, I think 10 were killed. Yes. Uh, and apparently the guy that did it, his name is, uh, Peyton Gendron. I guess he's a white guy. And he wrote a, he wrote a 180 page missive posted online before the May 14th mass shooting in Buffalo, New York. Now, before I want to, I want to get any further. I, 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 these journalists crack me up. They really do. They use the word missive. Do you know what missive is? It's a letter. It's all it is. It's a letter. It's handwritten letter. Okay, fine. Why do we have to use missive? I've never heard that word. I had to look it up. It, it, these journalists think they're so smart. It's just, it, anyway, that's an aside. But anyway, what happened was he says that uh, uh, he wrote that he wanted to spread awareness to his fellow whites about the real problems that the, the West is facing. And it says the problems, according to the alleged shooter, are that mass migration or immigration and white people not having enough babies. He said, this crisis of mass immigration and sub-replacement fertility, the 18-year-old man wrote. Now, first of all, I like, how, I like how when they talk about a guy who's a white guy, he's considered 18 years old. He's considered a man at that point. Okay. Now, this has been turned around and been a black guy. They would have said the 18-year-old teenager. You, you get where I'm going with this? That, that amazes me. Uh, he said is an assault on the European people that, if not combated, will ultimately result in the complete racial and cultural replacement of the European people. Now, whether or not you believe that or not, now, what's funny is they, they consider this a conspiracy theory of the far right. Okay, they, they're trying to make us all out, as you well know, if you're listening to this and you, you probably have heard this. If you're white, you're a racist. 
That's it's that simple. You can't get around that. You cannot fight that. It's that's just the way it is. Now, I I'm going to comment on this and if and in that in that sense right there, they will consider me a racist for what I'm about to say. It's not true. My my position is I don't care. That that's where I come from. It, I, black, white, purple, green. I don't give a rat's ass what you are. As long as you do your job, you take care of your family and you take care of your property. I'm pretty good with that. And you don't bother me. We're good. We're good. You can do whatever you want. Right? You can be whatever you want. I don't care. Same thing with sexuality. I don't, I don't care. That's my, that's my position. So what we've got here is we've got a guy who has written something down and he killed 10 black people and wounded three others. Okay, extremism experts say that racist theory has inspired attacks on ethnic and religious minorities as far away as Christchurch, New Zealand, and El Paso, Texas. Okay, now whether or not what what they're missing here, and, and there's a bigger issue here. This 18-year-old, there was something wrong in his head. Okay, he's got some mental issues, and he shot up a place and killed some people. That means he's a nut. The fact that he talks about replacement uh, uh, theory or what the great replacement that doesn't mean anything but I want, I want to go back to the great replacement because that's a completely separate issue about mental health in this country Re replacement theory I, whether or not you believe in it or not that's really irrelevant the fact is it's taking place around the world because there are huge amounts of immigrants coming into Europe there are huge amounts of immigrants coming into the United States from Central America and points all over the world. They're coming in, and they will intermix with the with the uh, population here in the United States. There's no doubt about it. And now, whether or not that you call that a conspiracy theory, that's fine. I, I you can call it whatever you want. It's a free country, or it was. Uh, I don't know about it anymore, but I mean, you can call it whatever you want. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's not true. You know, it, it is happening. Conspiracy theory, that means that means it's a that's translation for you're nuts. You're a nutcase. No, it's not. You can look around the country. Look in your look in your, your public school right now. Go into any any class, I don't care which one it is, just pick a class. It can be in any grade. Walk in there and see how many mixed race children there are. They're everywhere. They're usually gorgeous too, by the way. I mean, I've got two of my own grandchildren that are mixed race. And they're both beautiful. They really are dark skinned, beautiful eyes. I mean, so I, the fact that it's happening doesn't make it a conspiracy theory. And just because this guy went off and said, now there's always somebody that takes something to the next level. That happens all the time. You know how that works. You can't just talk about the uh, Yankees or the uh, Boston Red Sox. If you're with somebody that's a Yankees fan, they go nuts, okay? There are people like that. But at the end of the day, all it means is that they, this guy's got some mental issues. It had nothing to do with a conspiracy theory. And it doesn't make me a racist by saying that I'm pointing out the fact that there is a there is a mix in our in our society now. We We... No one says you have to, you know. You know, it wasn't. It was in the '60s, I guess, is when they made it uh, uh, legal for uh, interracial marriage. There were a lot of states that, that would not allow that. We don't do that anymore. So yeah, we are going to get darker as we go along because people from other cultures are going to to marry uh, uh, white uh, European mixed uh, individuals, and we are going to kind of become 
one color. That's there's nothing. Just because I'm observing it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm a uh, some kind of white supremacist. And just the fact that I'm talking about it, that's the part that I have a real problem with. Is the fact that you can't even talk about things that you are literally seeing before your very eyes. Because if you do, then everybody acts like some uh, you've got some kind of mental issues. That's not true. The fact that I'm pointing it out doesn't make me a racist or a misogynist or whatever. It's just the facts. That's it. Is is uh, um, you know they used to say on Dragnet, just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. Well, that's all I got today. I, I hope this didn't bore you too much, and I hope I didn't make anybody mad. But uh, those are my observations. And again, I appreciate you listening, and it's part of my therapy, and I really, really, really enjoy it. So we'll talk again. Uh, the news will be right next. A little bit of crazy, but a whole lot of right. You're listening to The Average Joe Podcast with Damon Gilbert. All right. First news item of the day. Now, this is Monday, the 23rd of May. Uh, remember, the 23rd of May is the day that uh, Biden has intentions this week of giving, uh, turning over our sovereignty to uh, uh, the WHO, the World Health Organization. So just keep that in mind as I read some of this stuff. <clears throat> the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Now, this is where... This is where the pandemic began, and don't let anybody kid you. That's exactly where it came from. It came from this lab in China. <clears throat> Surprisingly, they developed a monkeypox virus genome, uh, potentially creating a contagious pathogen just in the last year. <clears throat> so this is from the National Pulse, which is a, a, a news organization that's it, it is reputable. So... They've done that. They did this in this institute, and it's now we have the first ever global monkeypox outbreak. Uh, happened. It actually happens in the exact week. The exact week. Now listen to this. The exact week predicted in a biosecurity simulation a year ago in March of 2021. The NTI, which is a Nuclear Threat Initiative, it's a group of people that get together and. What they're supposed to do is analyze where um, there were shortcomings in pandemic responses and so forth. And in March of 2021, they sat down and did a tabletop assessment of the response to the COVID-19 pandemic. And they did a, they did a simulation and they actually talked about monkeypox and they talked about the date that it would uh, in, start infecting the world, and it was in May, May 21st, I believe it was. The exact day that it happened. So don't tell me this is all just happenstance and that it just uh, it's just the, the, the luck of the draw. This Wuhan Institute needs to be nuked as far as I'm concerned. There's nothing good that's come out of that thing. And there will be more of these, believe me. There's going to be more of these. This is a test run to see. I guarantee it is. I guarantee it is. But it's funny that the simulation a year ago in March predicted this in May of 2022. You can't make that up. You can't. You literally cannot make that up. Uh, let's see. Next story. Uh, only 37% of Dems say Biden has improved the economy. Okay. First of all, I don't know where you get 37 Dems out of 100 to say that because everyone I talk to says it's all his fault. You might find one or two people out of a group of maybe 150 that would defend him on this. And they're usually ill-informed voters who know nothing about what's going on 
and probably haven't turned on a t you know looked at a newspaper or or read an article in years. They they just know vote Democrat. That's all you need to know. Everything's fine. I don't know where you get thirty seven percent. Those are skewed polls. They have to be. I would say that it's probably fifteen points less than that. So you're probably looking at twenty two percent would be my guess. That's that's just my guess. Ah, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Biden said. Now this is our this is our fake president, our uh, uh, lunatic uh, commander in chiefs. He says that the U.S. will intervene mil- militarily if China invades Taiwan. So folks, here here's the bad news, and, and I'm going to give you the bad news. We talked about something a little humorous in the uh, the opening uh, of this of this podcast, but we're going to get serious now. I want you to I want you to think about this. And, and I'm going to predict something. We, the United States, are going to war. Okay? It's, it won't be today. It won't be tomorrow. And it probably won't be next week. But mark my words. Within the next year, we will be at war. There's no doubt about it. I have every, every confidence in this. I, I, I have seen, everything I've seen tells me that we're going to be in, at war. It's probably either going to be Russia or it's going to be China. And 18 to 25-year-old men are going to go die for something that's completely unnecessary. And they're going to be sent into battle by old men who have never fought in battle. So if, if you know anyone's the Democrat, you, we, have to, we have to stop this. And I'm not saying it'll stop even if the GOP gets into office and takes over the Senate and the House in uh, November. I, I really don't think it will. I think we're going to go to war regardless. The economy may change a little bit, but and, and we're headed to a recession too. I hate to break the news to everybody, but we are heading to a recession. And if this uh, uh, real estate, if the housing market bubble bursts at the same time, we could be looking at a depression of of certain sorts. So, I, I hate to I hate to be a downer here, but that is the absolute truth. And but I can tell you for a fact, we are going to war. I don't know where. It may be in Ukraine. It may be in, in uh, parts of Taiwan. I, I, I don't know. But mark my words, in the next 18 months, year to 18 months, we are going to go to war. And there are going to be innocent people die. There's nothing good about war. It's always the innocent that suffer. It's never the people that start it. Now, you think Hillary Clinton or uh, uh, you know Schumer or Pelosi or... You know, go down the list of the of the people in charge. You think any of their kids or any of their grandkids or any of their cousins or their nephews are going to go fight in a war? Of course not. It's going to be the guys out here in the Midwest, the people who have been serving their countries faithfully for the last, what, you know, forever. They're the ones going to be put in harm's way. Always works that way. Always works that way. And speaking of Pelosi, uh, Denver Archbishop releases a statement. Now, this is a Denver Archbishop, not the San Francisco Archbishop. Denver Archbishop releases a statement supporting the decision to bar Pelosi from receiving Holy Communion. Now, this is after the San Francisco Archbishop banned her for abortion, for her abortion stance. Why they're letting Biden uh, take communion is beyond me. I I have no idea why they're doing that. I really don't. I mean, if they wouldn't really take a stand, tell the President of the United States he can't take communion when you're supposed to be this devout Catholic that he, he keeps talking about. I, 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 the guy is a, is a lunatic. He's a, <laughs> he's one of the worst of the worst. 
He really is. I, I know I've said that many, many, many times, but I, 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 I can't say it enough. And I know I sound like a broken record, but he almost every on a daily basis outdoes himself. And right now he's over in, uh, in Brussels and he's going to turn over your sovereignty and my sovereignty to an unelected, um, well, Brussels, it's an unelected, uh, 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 Government. Well, it's not even government. It's an unelected. Uh, uh, is it a club? I, I, I'm having a hard time finding a word for it. The WHO has nothing to do with with uh, 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 democracy. It just doesn't. You and I didn't vote for this. We did, we didn't say we could do this. He's just going to go over and turn over your your rights and mine to a to a uh, a, a foreign entity. That I, I don't know why everybody's not talking about this more. We're talking about monkeypox and uh, the fact that we don't have baby formula. It's ridiculous. No one. This is a distraction. You do realize that, right? We're going to get into this this um, um, baby formula thing here in just a second. <clears throat> I've never seen anything like this. I, I mean, I have, but I don't understand why not everybody's catching on. Why is not everyone catching on on this? But it, and I'll tell you why. I, I know it's a, it's a stupid question. It's the it's the media in this country. They're completely inept, and they're bought and sold. That's why. Nobody's talking about this. The only people talking about this turning over sovereignty are independent news places. That's, that's who's talking about it. No one else is. No one else cares. They want you to forget about this until an issue comes up, and then when they invoke these powers, you and I and the entire world's going to stand up and say, no, we're not taking this anymore, and there's going to be, it's going to be chaos. It really is. Because believe me, there's going to be another pandemic. And I would say probably within the year. Probably within the year. Probably before the end of the year. I, I look for them to try and uh, pull something over the uh, midterms. Because Democrats are in, are in the toilet. They have no chance. If, if, it's, if it's a uh, um, you know, an honest and fully open election, they'll lose. They'll lose big time. So what would be the perfect way to do this? Well, you intervene by starting another pandemic. That's the way I look at it. Uh, let's see. And our genius in charge, our, our fake president, Biden, he sent a message to Kim Jong-un of North Korea. And the message was, hello, period. That's all he said. This guy is genius, isn't he? Aren't you proud to have a guy like this in charge? This is like having one of those idiot bosses that you work for that you know is completely incompetent. It, it, it amazes me. And, and the people who are in charge behind him, Who's writing this stuff? You're telling me you couldn't come up with something better than hello, comma, period? I, I it, it baffles me. It baffles me. Uh, let's see. Recession fears intensify after stocks fall into bear market. Yeah, folks, that's that's coming. Again, like I said a minute ago, we're looking at a major recession, probably the equivalent of 2008, and it took us almost half a decade to climb out of that. So I don't know what's going to happen. It's it's not going to be good, though. I don't see anything positive in the economy right now. Nothing. Nothing. We've got, I saw the other day, because of the uh, supply chains, I saw thousands and upon thousands. This was a shot from the air. It was a drone, I'm assuming, going uh, over um, uh, par parking lots uh, that were, I guess they're, I guess they're not parking lots of the factory, but parking lots where they're just parking cars. Trucks, actually. Brand new trucks sitting on parking lots because they can't get chips from China. Yeah, 
That's not good for the economy. It's not. And how do you sell? Say you built that thing in 2021. How do you sell that brand new this year? And God knows how long they're going to be sitting there. It's 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 unbelievable. Our economy is in such a mess. We need somebody to come in and fix this thing. We really do, and we don't have anybody that has the capability or the wherewithal or really the motivation to do it. They're actually happy this is happening. Democrats are. I really believe that. Uh, oh, speaking of idiots, uh, have you heard of Operation Fly Formula? Now, that's the name of the, the operation. It was a $28 million initiative, $28 whole million. And what it was they were going to do is they're going, they're in the process of flying 70,000. This is what Joe Biden said the other day. 70,000 pounds of uh, baby formula from Germany into the United States. He said 70,000 pounds is already on its way. Well, the thing that he forgot to tell you was none of it's going to the retail market. It's all going to hospitals, uh, doctor's offices, and clinics. None of it's for retail. None of it. Now, that, uh, he failed to mention that in his tweet on Sunday. That, oh, by the way, we're bringing all this formula over, but you're not going to get any of it. But be happy that we're doing it because we're trying to save all these children. I, it's the damnest thing I've ever seen. How these people get away with it, and then and then you got CNN, you got CNN's Dana Bash. I don't know if you who you know who that is, but if you've ever had the misfortune of turning on CNN, she's on quite a bit. Uh, blonde, you know, of course, the good-looking gal. She suggested, uh, I think it was on Sunday. She was talking to the governor of, I believe it was Tennessee, and she was asking him about the uh, if if Roe versus Wade gets rescinded. You and your state have signed a bill that says there will be no abortions except for the the uh, uh, the uh, well-being of the mother, the life of the mother. And she said, so incest and rape that that doesn't count. Anyway, long story short, at the very end, she said that that the poor and now these parents, these parents of poor parents, are better off aborting their children than living in poverty. The most horrible. And you wonder why anyone listens to CNN. Why does anyone do that? I, I can't believe someone would say something like that. You cannot call yourself, you cannot refer to yourself as religious if you watch CNN. You can't. They are the absolute, they're the archangel of the news media. They're, they're like the devil. I've never heard of such a thing. Who says that out loud? Yeah. And then we've got the uh, Senator Roger Marshall. He's a Republican from Kansas. He was at the border over the weekend, and uh, he said that it resembles a war zone down there. He said, I've never seen anything like it. There's people everywhere. There's, there's uh, uh, just a disaster. And we've got a fake president who's not doing a darn thing about it. And then we've got, oh, this is a good one. This is a, this is a final one today. I'm going to try and make this one short. Uh, Archbishop Vigano of Italy warns, warns nations of the WHO's pandemic treaty power grab. And that's exactly what I was talking about earlier. This is what Biden's going over there to give away your sovereignty. He says, yielding sovereignty. Now, this is an archbishop of the Catholic Church. He says, yielding sovereignty is considered crime of high treason. Yeah, that's coming from a, uh, a priest. 
and I agree with him 100%, and I'm not a big fan of the Catholic Church, but they are spot on on these two items. One is not letting Pelosi take communion, and I think they should prevent Biden from doing the same thing. And that this is high treason. Handing over sovereignty without you and I having anything to say about it is high treason. And Joe Biden should be brought to trial for that. He should be impeached and put in prison as far as I'm concerned. So that's all I got today. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Again, it's helped me, uh, helped me get through the weekend. <laughs> uh, it's May 23rd, and Joe Biden is by far, without a shadow of a doubt, the worst president the United States has ever seen. Let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to the Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong. <laughs>